What's good, listeners? Welcome to the Chris College Show, Millennial Talk Show. How's it going, Marissa Pitts? Because I know we got a great show for everybody out there tuning in on the ChrisCollegeShow.com. How's it going, Marissa? It's going fabulous. Just hey. in the process of moving, so just uh, in the middle of COVID. Oh my gosh, COVID, that's gonna be so in much the middle fun. of a hundred degree weather. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I can only believe it, but I always like to do this at the top of the show. There's always some cool things that happen on this day. And 25 years ago today, Iron Maiden released their album, The X Factor. And if you're a huge fan of the heavy metal scene, it's not necessarily heavy metal. It's kind of like a rock and roll kind of twang. But Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Stone Sour just dropped his first solo debut today. And the early bird gets the worm. So if you were up at 9 p.m. last night you got to hear it early first with me but <laughs> but we got a great guest with us our just talking is ccs contributor kevin drake and matt burt host of sports matters to discuss all things sports and i just want to remind everybody to go ahead and check out our youtube episode drop featuring strike accord artist saturn till june and you can also view our second annual music storm live exclusively on our YouTube channel. All right, Marissa, it's time to rock and roll. That's right. Our guest on Just Talking is CCS contributors and host of Sports Matters. We have Kevin Drake and Matt Burt joining us to discuss all things sports so boys how's it going <laughs> it's going great it's a pleasure to be back on the show hello marissa how have you been i am fabulous as usual excellent <laughs> well you know it's it's funny you know it's october 2nd um i don't think a lot of people were anticipating this much sports you know in our world today and we might as well get right on into it because there's a lot of exciting things happening and my first question for both of you guys today is, it's been 10 years since the Los Angeles Lakers got to rock that swingman jersey today. 10 years since the Los Angeles Lakers have been to the NBA Finals. If the Lakers lose to LeBron James's old team, the Miami Heat, how will this affect his legacy? It won't affect his legacy at all. Really? No. I mean, this will be his 10th NBA Finals. I mean, LeBron's going to go down as one of the greats to play the game, you know, and he's definitely the best player of this era. But I don't see it hurting his legacy. But, Matt, do you want to take the, the reins on this? Yeah, what's how does the reality Matt feel the, about this? I what's the like reality? No, I no, like because flat with this answer. No, 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 <laughs> Matt. No, Matt's going to give you the reality of this series. Oh, Please, Matt, okay. enlighten us. All right, Matt, well, what you got? He, Here's the numbers. He's done an incredible job of getting to the finals. Uh, actually, a historic job of getting to the finals. I believe since the year 2010, when he first joined the Miami Heat, LeBron has been to the finals every year but last year. So it's a pretty incredible feat regardless. But in all those finals, he's 3-7. and seven. So he's got to win this one. Uh, to cement the legacy of or three of and nine you player. mean because if this is his 10th appearance <laughs> yeah three and nine but yeah three and nine before but so. i guess what uh, i could throw to you guys is lebron james is one of four players all time with 10 finals appearances that's pretty remarkable and this is the third time lebron james's team has been favored entering the finals 
which is kind of remarkable because, you know, he's only been favored three times with his team. I mean, how bad will this look? Because everybody's saying that this is the year. I mean, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I mean, really, Kevin? I mean, you really think that this isn't going to uh, create this whole debacle with the GOAT conversation with LeBron James and Michael Jordan if he loses with this arsenal of a team known as the Los Angeles Well, that's Angeles the thing. Where I, was, where I was trying to get at earlier with the reality of it, I know Matt did bring up a really good point, but there's just no way that the Miami Heat the style, how that team's constructed is it's, it's kind of like a bunch of misfits, but very, very good players. They all came together and they're playing incredible team basketball. They lead the NBA and the most points off of cuts to the basket points off of cuts to the basket. So that's some serious motion well, offense. And I'll, Abadayo has done a pretty good job with the team, but who? Is, is that, <laughs> did I say, did I say it right? Just say Bam. Just say Bam. <laughs> just say don't Bam. Say, okay. Bam out of bio. Just say Bam. Always out of bio. Out of bio. bio. Yeah, that's what I, I just said it real fast. But so uh, his his mom, Bam's mom, has a sign in the arena because they can now have family in the arena, which is awesome. It says, "Mama Bam." So <laughs> I want to give a shout out to that. That was a, I thought that was yeah. really funny to see. No, that's cool. But I mean, you also saw Bam. You also saw Gorgich. Uh, you also saw Jimmy Butler. They all sort of got a little tweaks in on game one. I mean, obviously with game twos tonight, but seeing what happened on game one, that's why I think it's going to harness the Lakers a little bit because they're, they're not the same team like they've been playing the last three opponents in the playoffs. I mean, they're looking hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is going to look devastating in my opinion, for the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, who knows? Do you think they're going to do another internal turnaround with uh, management behind the scenes, kind of like what the Los Angeles Clippers shockingly did with Doc Rivers just a, like two days ago? I mean, what are you guys' thoughts? I think it's a good move for Doc Rivers to be in Philadelphia. He definitely needed a fresh start. But the Clippers organization seems to be more of a mess as, as things start to unravel. I mean, you don't know what to believe, but, you know, Kawhi Leonard's camp is upset with Paul George and Montrez Harrell. I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll Being see. Being referred I mean, to as a double agent. So, I don't know I what's going on. It's, yeah. it's going to be an atom bomb, Kevin and Matt. If, the, if Los Angeles Lakers lose, we got the Clippers who just devastated us. And if the Los Angeles Lakers I, I lose, do, LeBron, it's going to be crazy. I want to do, like, some betting this show. So Let's we'll do, do five dollars, okay? So I have five dollars on the Lakers winning. Okay. So what do you guys got? Well, I mean, everybody's gonna say mm -hmm. the Lakers. I well, mean, I what game know. do you think they're know. gonna pull it off? Okay, I, I got, think it's gonna be a four-game sweep. Lakers. How many? Four-game sweep. Oh, Four okay. games in a row. Really? It's not, it, Miami Heat's not gonna win one game. Not even All close. Right. I originally okay. thought it was gonna be the big man conference. I think. I that's think my Miami, bet. What Miami about you, Matt? What game? What Miami do you think is gonna one game. They'll yeah, I say okay, Lakers so you're saying five. Game, five games. Five games. Yeah. Uh, but Matt? the Lakers win. What about you, Matt? Heat and seven. Heat and seven. Heat and seven. Oh, I'm kidding. Matt, I'm kidding. Hey, it's gonna be pay, Lakers and four. Lakers and four. Okay. What about? It yeah, will be, be a Heat in seventh. Lakers don't finish it out in five. Yeah. Ooh, that's true. Okay. Not really a bet. But <laughs> hey, well, we <laughs> no. got to move on. We got tons of stuff in sports. But I wanted to ask you guys this because in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans have closed their facility until Saturday after nine positive tests of COVID 19. And Matt, let me direct this question towards you first because can players trust the league's protocols with COVID 19 when the NFL for years has suppressed health concerns such as CTE? The short answer is hell no. 
<laughs> like in that, there's no way because the NFL has taken the wrong approach to this and not listening to the CDC and the recommendations of the big doctors who know this kind of stuff. And they opted to not play in a bubble, which is the preferred destination, which is why we saw this in the MLB, which is why we're seeing it in college football, which is why we're seeing, you know, the NBA have success and the NHL have success and zero positive results. So if you're looking at it from the perspective of has the NFL done a good job of managing COVID, they put all the resources into different areas that have not really prevented an outbreak like this. So now that they're starting to cancel games, we're going to start seeing uh, more teams and more areas have these kind of effects. And I, and honestly, I kind of saw this coming and I'm sure you did too. I'm sure everyone here where you sat here yeah. the last time we came on, we were like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. not done a good job. You know, <laughs> well, let me ask you this because you were talking about the NBA bubble and yeah, I guess I'll throw this at both of you gentlemen um, because I think, you know, obviously with the NBA, it's a 15 man roster, you know, NFL, it's 53 man roster and all the personnel behind the scenes. Would that really work for the NFL? I mean, just to be, you know, locked down with, you know, 32 teams in one destination. I mean, how many hotels are, in the, you know, in that Disney area? I have well, no really, idea. Would it work? I mean, I have no idea. Really what it comes down to is I think the NFL is really taking the coronavirus and the testing and the safety serious. But are the teams taking it serious? Because I've watched several Sunday night football games seeing Coach John Gruden not wearing his That's mask, right. Sean Payton not wearing his mask. Even Sean McVay wasn't wearing his mask. And you know what? Why should they? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to jump in on this one. Yeah. I'm actually oh. about this, okay? Because just like a player, a coach is running up and down the field, they are trying to communicate. They have to be on their best A game. And we all know from that's wearing masks point. that we are you not on our A, yeah. our a Holy, game. Wait a minute, that's the point she's making. Yeah, the yeah. coaches should also be exempt. Just the coaches yeah. who are up there. Once they're off on the line, sitting down, any of that stuff, then yes, they have the mask. Garden actually came yeah. here. He had his mask down below. Um, and he had said, hey, look, I'm trying to wear it. It actually hinders the ability of the coach. And the, the coach is needed on that field right. just like the player. Their voice Marissa. needs to carry because yeah, they need sorry, to. Sorry, I get heated. I'm like, oh. Marissa, Marissa, what about those bubble? Have you seen the bubble they, visors they've been yes. wearing? Yes, and they can wear those. That? Why not wear that? That is absolutely. It still blocks they, sound. But they will not let nah, them wear. <laughs> they won't let them You guys are smoking crack. I mean, it would have been a different story. <laughs> no, literally, it would have been a different story. Like, I would have been all with you guys if you said, why are the coaches not wearing masks? You know, if they're getting tested just like the players, don't you think they have a right to be on the field and not wear a mask? That's what I'm then saying. I would have been with they, you. But they all are tested well, negative. Up. Here, here's hold the thing up, hold up. But you yeah. two, Marissa and Kevin, just now both said, they can't wear the mask because they can't communicate with their players wearing it. No, really? I really with Matt when he said no, no, wear a face. No, 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 Chris. I didn't say they can't communicate. I said it hinders our natural ability of communicating. And when you're in the heat of a moment and you're playing through there and you're used to communicating a certain way and getting it across, then yeah, I think the coaches shouldn't wear. It. And the, I think the face. Oh, stop playing, how, oh. nope. how about this? How okay, about the this? coaches in the this? ABA aren't wearing masks. How, that's what my point was. Is like, how about this? Okay, if the if the NFL, which is a multi-billion-dollar industry, did a bubble or created a bubble system in multiple locations where they could control the teams that were playing and control the players then they wouldn't have to be worrying about whether or not the coaches are wearing a mask because the NBA bubble has yeah. no mask. So it's like they're paying their commissioner 
$44 million to make these kind of decisions and they don't pay me any, and I just came up with a better solution. Than what they're doing <laughs> it's right so now. true. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. a fair point, you know, to, um, to argue about, you know, because, yeah, you're right. I mean, the NBA bubble, coaches aren't wearing, you know, the mask, but that's because they're in that kind of environment. NFL, they're constantly traveling. You know, we'll see what happens in the upcoming weeks because it's only week three with the NFL, so we'll see what's up. But I know for the Los Angeles Dodgers – there's some exciting things because I know they entered in to the playoffs on an incredible record. I mean, the Dodgers lost one of the 20 series on their 60 game regular season schedule, and they had the most runs scored, second fewest score, uh, se- sorry, excuse me, second fewest runs allowed, highest winning percentage by any team since 1954, and an eighth consecutive National League West title. And so, my question for you, Kevin, is. Um, is it time to move on from the Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts, if the MLB team loses again in the World Series? After he, after he uh, wins the World Series? If he loses the again. I, the performance he, I saw last night with Clayton Kershaw going eight innings, looking vintage Kershaw, 13 strikeouts, no runs given up. Yeah. Like you just said, you gave the two most important numbers. They have the best offense. They have the second best pitching in the majors, and that's what wins you championships. So – you're right. I mean, if the Dodgers do collapse and don't win it this year, yeah, it could put Dave Roberts on the hot seat. Uh, I guess I'll throw this at Matt, you know, because, you know, some people would compare, you know, Dave Roberts and Doc Rivers as kind of being the same individuals. They had the long – had the same amount of time with the same team to make something happen. But I would argue with Dave Roberts is he had a cheating scandal he had to deal with and does – he kind of have some leverage to not feel as much pressure as someone per se, Doc Rivers, who had, you know, even the, the three-man, you know, Lob City at one point. <laughs> Couldn't make yeah. anything happen. They have everything here. Uh, what will happen to the future of the Los Angeles Dodgers if they can't pull it off this year? I think that's a little bit of an unfair comparison because I think Doc mm. Rivers is a worse coach than Dave Roberts. At mm. least Dave Roberts got mm. them to the World Series, you know, they haven't gotten past the second round. Doc hasn't gotten the past the second round. That's a um, fair point. So I think that the Dodgers are a really good baseball team. They're the best baseball team. But generally speaking, the best team doesn't always win. As opposed to the NBA, the best team always wins. Well, also just how it works out. So the, Do- the, the Dodgers were cheated that, out of a World Series, too. Well, right. Like th- that's beside the point. Like they still, yeah. have to, they still have to look because that was one World Series that they were proven. And then, obviously, the Red Sox won, and then the Nationals beat them that one year last year. So it's not like, you know, we can all point it at the cheating scandal because, yes, obviously, that was a, a very hard thing to see in the MLB. But at the same time, you have to look at it from the biggest perspective is they haven't, they haven't gotten what they needed to do, and it's hard to win. So yep. um, I think the Dodgers this year are set up to win this year as they were in previous years. The only way I see Dave Roberts being out is if he loses to the Astros in the World Series. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Like, there's no excuse at that point. If you lose again, I mean, even when you know how they cheat and you lose still, I don't know if I have any sympathy, even though I'm a Los Angeles cat. You know, I'm still going to be May I remind you who's managing the Astros right now is Dusty Baker. So and, and for any of the listeners, win the World Series. And for the listeners who don't know Dustin Baker, uh, where would he originate from? Giants, Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, Washington <laughs> Nationals. He, 
he's they've all had playoff collapses that's insane. I mean, well, you know, we've been so lucky. You know, we've had the baseball. We've had the basketball. I know NHL just wrapped up. But there was something quite interesting that was said on last Wednesday's presidential debate, the first presidential debate with President Trump and uh, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden. And Donald Trump uh, said the, the following uh, last Wednesday. I'm the one who brought back football. By the way, I brought back Big Ten football. It was me, and I'm very happy to do it. So is it fair to say that President Trump influenced the return of college sports? Matt, we'll go with you. Well, didn't he just test positive for coronavirus? COVID-19. <laughs> That's right, last COVID-19. night. COVID-19. Last night he did. So he, he probably didn't do much. He probably didn't have much of an influence, um, to be honest. I'm just – like, they're, they're going to make the decision based off of what the schools need rather than what President Trump says. Because he really has no, he has no effect over uh, the collegiate athlete landscape, um, and I think that they started to see how games were being played, and I think they felt like if we don't join in, we're going to get left out. And now you see the Pac-12 playing an eight-game schedule, and they've had to go through a whole bunch. And so, you know, it's been a a bumpy road for us to get to college football, and uh, it's still pretty bumpy. It's not we're not out of the woods yet. Um, but, but it did know, seem like – I guess I, I'll throw this at Kevin because it, it did seem like a lot of student-athletes did want, you know, higher administrations to speak up and say, hey, look, we understand that, you know, ca- you know school on campus is not in effect, but there's not so many people on campus now. I think if we had all the right testing protocols, we can make college sports happen. And I don't know if I'd say the sole proprietor is Donald Trump because, I mean, who was – wasn't there that quarterback who started that petition – I mean, don't you guys remember oh, the, the college? the players want to play. Fields. You're right. The students want to play. Yeah. And but I definitely feel like some of that pressure came from Trump. What do you think, but Marissa? Here, yeah, here's my thing on it. Whether Trump actually got football going or not doesn't matter. What matters is, is he's telling the people in the areas, the Midwest, that yeah. die for football, that he is the one that got it going not his opponent Biden, not the Democrats, and people are listening to that. So whether he did or not, I mean, I hear Trump was actually really smart. He took the credit, which is some things he does. And that's interesting. I know uh, with uh, Kevin and Matt, you guys don't talk about politics too much, but I think this is kind of fair to kind of ask this with you guys, because I think Marissa's bringing a good point. Would this swing voters in the Midwest states? Because, you know, some of these conferences, you know, you, you look at it, some of, some of the pivotal states are Pennsylvania, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, Wisconsin. I mean, do you think that will play a factor in November? I mean, it probably will play a factor in people who don't really pay attention to politics. But I, this regardless of the, uh, you know, what ends up happening with uh, the, this election, I just think the next debate that they need to have needs to be over Zoom <laughs> so that we can just mute the other candidate because that was terrible to watch. Uh, it was no, one of the I worst guess. debates I've ever witnessed. It's, it's like if there were swing voters on both sides, they probably all went to the other side. So nothing really got accomplished. <laughs> I think the fair question that Chris Wallace could have asked would have been a sports question. And he could have asked Joe Biden and Donald Trump this. If you had the ball on fourth and one, do you punt it? Or do you go for it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think that's the fair question. Then we probably could have gotten some results for both candidates. But, well, uh, yeah. I think regardless, like the outcome has already been decided with more, like the middle ground is not as big as we think. You know, I think people are either on one side or the other. Yes. Nothing much yeah. is going to change because yes. of that. We don't need another debate. 
We don't. No, yeah, we I don't. Think, we don't. We don't need one. Marissa. <laughs> I think most people by now know who they're voting for. But yeah. hey, Ian, we've always had three presidential debates before, and we're gonna have two more. So no, we'll we're see not. what's up. No, we're not. He's positive with COVID. It might but be I'll Pence. It's it gonna be over point. Zoom. Might be on Zoom. <laughs> it really might be Pence. You never. But you know. know what? This is a, a crazy debate that I heard, and this was on Joe Rogan's show this week. Um, it was kind of funny because. Uh, they were talking about Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul fight, right? And uh, my first question with you guys is, and I'll throw this at Kevin, um, don't you kind of think this is a little insulting for the boxing community to see that, you know, this superstar like Floyd Mayweather is pissing his career away by fighting uh, like a loser, you know, a YouTube star who got his ass kicked by KSI, by the way, another YouTuber. Doesn't this – how do you expect boxing to elevate – in the next decade when MMA is kind of taken over. I think that's more Floyd Mayweather. He, he always ducked really good competition because he wants to keep that perfect record of his. And so oh, now the fights that he does. It's so he's true. Fight <laughs> jokes. He's not fighting really good, tough fighters. Yeah, you know, he got Triple G when he was just young, you know, uh, an up and comer where he could and still Marissa, take advantage of And Marissa, could you prepare this clip for us from the Joe I Rogan can. show? Because I'm not even going to say anything. I just want you guys to hear what Joe Rogan says after this conversation okay. about Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Right. So coming up right now. All right. Hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs> I do a lot of things. So hold in. Okay. All right. Here we go. I mean, you can make an argument who the greatest boxer of all time is, but yeah. you better have Floyd Mayweather in that He's going to be in there. He's and, in that argument. And probably if you're holding a microphone, you probably weren't ever going to kick his ass. No. What's up with the, uh, <laughs> the Mayweather fighting Logan Paul? You see this? Yes. I'm yeah. sure. Yes. Well, Logan Paul I got wants Logan to make some Paul money. in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I, sh I will tell you, Logan Paul is a really good athlete. And yeah. he's an enormous man. Now, right. if it was an MMA fight, I would pick Logan Paul. <laughs> and I'm seeing Matt Burt's face already, so we'll throw this at him. Uh, you heard it. Joe Rogan just said uh, Logan Paul could beat Floyd Mayweather in an MMA fight. Matt, do you agree with this notion? Nah. He's, no. <laughs> no, no way. No way. That happens. <laughs> Agree. There's not a chance. Floyd Mayweather is a far superior athlete to Logan Paul, and it's just like the whole notion of celebrities fighting former boxers because they think they're tough. Like I saw KSI wants to fight Tyson. Let me just I put know. the PSA out there. Don't do that. You're no. going to get hurt. Tyson's going to annihilate. Mayweather's going to annihilate 100%. Agreed. But I'm curious about do what Kevin thinks because I see his head kind of contorting. I feel like he's going to shock some of us. What, what are you <laughs> thinking right now, Kevin? No, I mean, I agree. Mayweather has, has the greatest feet. He's the best defensive fighter out there. So, yeah, he's definitely one of the greats. So but when you, it comes you, to actual brawling, he just doesn't get up there and brawl. But as so far what as are you the, saying? What are you saying? Oh, he'll are you destroy saying Logan, Logan Paul. Okay, oh, in an MMA Logan. fight? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, because I mean, we all saw Paul Acosta. Yeah. We all saw him fight Israel, and Israel just stood on his feet the whole time and just obliterated him. So you don't have to tussle on the ground to fight MMA. You could stand there and square up and still get your ass kicked. And anybody who really <laughs> thinks that, you're crazy. You're mental, and you're ruining boxing for good. But no, what I want to see. Is Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor MMA. Ugh, I'm sorry. Can Conor McGregor go away? 
He's like, and he <laughs> well, he is fighting uh, Manny Pacquiao, and Manny Pacquiao is going to fight Connor to get some uh, COVID nineteen relief for his uh, his country in the Philippines. So that's kind of cool. That's, but I think Logan Paul, that that's a different that. story. But I'm tired of all these washed boxers and celebrities yeah, yeah. fighting. Can we just can we move past this? Like, can we talk about? Fury yeah, let's get some really good fighters. Who are the know, upcomers? Let's get Anthony. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Anthony from the Anthony Yonko Joshua. Yep. Anthony Joshua. Thank you, AJ. Yep. I was gonna call him AJ, but I didn't think anyone <laughs> would know who I'm talking. And that about, works so. too. But I know we got like a few minutes left, and I wanted to touch this with you guys because I thought this was sort of interesting. Um, the San Diego Loyals. Uh, they walked off the field in protest Wednesday night, saying that a phoenix rising player used an anti-gay slur directed at an openly gay midfielder uh named colin martin so uh manager landon donovan used to be an ex-player for the galaxy discussed the incident with the referee and the phoenix head coach rick schnatz so uh let's check that video out right now I misunderstood because he's accusing the other guy of calling gay i heard that word and i sent i don't act dumb you know what that i don't understand Rick, this is his problem. Rick, this is beyond. This is guys, what Junior did last week. Okay? So like, that's, this is beyond soccer. Guys, this is soccer. this is what's going on. It's not racist. It's homophobia. How long have you been playing soccer? Guys, listen. This is what's going to happen. The red card is rescinded. I don't. I didn't understand what your player said to him. They took offense to it, and I heard him use the word gay. I heard him. He called him gay. He called Colin gay. I miss it. As a result, um, I, the game will continue. We're going to talk about what we're going to do. This just literally happened a week ago. Okay. Homophobia, racism. Right. Guys, he no said, listen, he said something race. in a language that I don't understand. I don't understand what that means. Okay. I'm telling you what it means. Okay. So as you see with the, uh, the video, um, my first question was, when did bitch boy become an anti-gay slur? It's, Matt it's Shaker not said that. right away. What's going on? No, he did not say that. He, said, he, a, say? Ja he said a Jamaican slur. So that, that's what people mm. think because it blurred out. It had all the stars, but that's not what they said. Uh, it, it's a Jamaican slur. I'm not going to say it because okay. You know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's it's a uh, it's a it's a slur that has to do with um, uh, a song called uh, I can't remember it. It's like Bam Boom Bam. Anyway, okay. But you can go ahead and look up um, the term. It's a Jamaican gay slur. It was not what it meant. Um, so is Colin Martin uh, an African American? Yes. Okay. No. Okay. No. I, I'm that's not sure that's why that. I'm not sure. But he is he is gay. He is gay. So he's how? I guess gay. my question was with kind of how the referee is in that video. He's kind of like, dude, I don't even know the reference of the gay slang being called a bitch boy. It's just like being called a mother effort. It's like, are you trying to, you know, screw my mom? Are you trying to have sex with my mom? I mean, I uh, kind of felt like I that's where. Up, Matt, I looked up what it was. So instead yeah. of it being bitch, it's batty. Yeah, I didn't want to mm. say it. It's, it's a well, I'm not using the, yeah. I'm not using the whole yeah. term together, right? I'm, I'm not, not using gonna... it all together. <laughs> But I don't know is, if I can cuss on this. It references <laughs> anal sex. Yes. So, I mean, okay. that is, so I had That's no idea was. about, about that. I guess the real question, I wish we could have more time to discuss it because we just wrapped up on the segment. But I guess the uh, my argument with the referee is it's like, how is he supposed to know the sexuality of every player? Yeah, he can probably bring it down. My thing is, if he actually was trying to take out the player's leg and trying to put physical harm on him while – throwing out slang now we got a big problem with it but i wish i could debate Ejection. it with you guys I'll, I'll, I'll just i'll just end it here yeah. okay 
He is openly gay. People know about it in the soccer community. This is minor league soccer. You get terrible refs. He's a terrible ref. Absolutely. Hey, and, and I do I agree would... that, that homophobic or racial slurs or any type of stuff does not belong on the field of playing, period. Absolutely. Anywhere. Just bring it along anywhere. <laughs> Everybody's going to go jump on Call of Duty lobby now. You know what I'm talking about. But I want to thank you guys again for joining Just Talking. And this is uh, Kevin Drake and Matt Burt. They got a phenomenal show. They do Tuesday mornings all the time on KUCI's 89.9. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And you guys discuss all things sports. Thank you again, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Marissa. Take care, You're Marissa. Doing a great Thank job. you, guys. You're doing a great job, Marissa. <laughs> yes, she is. Not Thanks, bad Sam. today. Not bad today. <laughs> and remember, the Lakers have the X Factor, Anthony Davis. Let's go, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs>